right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We got a good show for you guys today. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Tank Lawrence deal. We're going to talk about that at, at levels. Uh, we're going to talk, too, as well about the free agency. But shout out to everybody that's in the chat box. Shout out to you guys for tuning in to the show. It's always a pleasure. It's always a great thing to talk about the Cowboys. My name is Law Nations, and we're going to get this thing going one way or another. I should get about 30 minutes for you guys just talking about the uh, the, the moves. We got to talk about these moves. At the end of the day, I think the Cowboys got a new philosophy for those who just tuning in, uh, we are on Phantom Live too as well, EBSN Live, uh, the Prospect Show. We live there too as well, and as well as course, uh, Silver and Blue Nation and Big Game James page too as well. So we on every platform that you can imagine. Appreciate those guys. Don't forget to smash the like button, give thumbs up, please comment too as well. I may not be able to answer your comment live, but I do read every comment I can find. Uh, but shout out to the first person to lay wood in the chat box before we go further. Uh, Al Mayweather, first person to lay the, don lay the stone down. Man, that's what I'm talking about. And uh, 1100, second place. You close, but no cigar. My God, Burke. Buck Burrell, third place. He says, Law. What's up, man? It's outlaw all day, every day, baby. All right, so we're going to talk about this thing. Tank. Lawrence, I call him D Law. We know he's he got my name Law. <laughs> That's one hell of a name, guys. You got to admit that. But I think that the new philosophy will be that the Dallas Cowboys are not sinking all of their money into these players no more. Uh, outside of what they did with uh, Tyron, was it Tyrone or Tyron Crawford? How have you say this man's name? Forty million dollars, Boise State. We do know that guys from Boise uh, have the Boise State insurance. But this is the thing. Now it's for better or worse. One year, prove it. Let us show, like pretty much prove it. I want you to see what you can do out here. Year second with this. Uh, with this 14 sack production. And if he's not able to do that, then it's what it is. I think that the Dallas Cowboys changing their philosophy, changing their ways means so much. And, and then on top of that, we do know for sure that they got Chris Richard in the system. We know that Chris Richard is not coaching the front four, but what I'm saying is that now it's a prove it deal for D law. Cause look at, look what they did. We supposedly getting Randy Gregory back, right? And they went out and drafted a Dorrance Armstrong, who one can argue and say six foot four and a half, two hundred and fifty-seven pound. Got Ben can get that low shoulder bend out there too as well. Crash up field, have the length, can play right or defense, right or left end. I mean, right is on the wall. This is a prove it to me type of year. Shout out to team, man. Ortiz, man. Shout out to you. Uh Boomer Sooner, shout out to you too as well. So Guys, let me know whether or not you want to pay D-Law five years. He's going to look for what, what Chandler Jones got. He got a five-year, $82 million. So the market value for uh, D-Law is pretty much five years, $90 million. And one can argue and say, well, he's not Chandler Jones. <laughs> he's not on that level. He's not in that same arena. Somebody can argue that as far as results. And we do know that he had a trouble passing. Just, just being real with you guys. He didn't pass all of his drug tests. So we're going to see. We're waiting to see. And I think that the new philosophy is kind of taking a page. Remember, 
the NFL is a copycat league. So they may be taking a page out of Bill Belichick, you know, handbook and saying, okay, we're not paying these guys just because they perform one year. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Put it out there again. Now, this is the thing. This is the catch-22 with all this, right? What if D-Law gets 16 sacks, 17 sacks, 18 sacks? It's all gravy on our end, but we're going to have to reach way deep down in those pockets, and Jerry Jones going to have to come off of that wallet if he get anywhere north of 14 sacks this year. I, one can argue and say if he get 10 or 11 sacks. So it's, it's one of those things where as we looking at D-Law and we're going to say to ourselves, better show up and show out. You got to stay off the field, too, as well. On on the off-the-field issues, you better not have one of those because this year proves it. Prove prove it to me. Just prove it to me. Shout-out to uh, Ian that's in the, in the mix. Ian Good, shout-out to you. Uh, Trey Craig, Cowboys going to let D-Law walk next year. It won't be a bad situation if uh, Dorrance Armstrong and Randy Gregory. I remember my guy, Vach Lombardi, said he would kick a lot of people off the bridge just to get Randy Gregory back out there. So at $17 million, right now, that's, that note right there for a defensive edge is like second or third highest out the NFL paying-wise. So either he can live comfortably, but we're still looking at $65 million plus next year. A lot of cachet that we can move around and get get around with. That's a lot of money. Cody Allen is in the Law Nation chat box saying, go check out the Earl's uh, poster. Yeah, we're going to check out Earl too as well. Now, <clears throat> this, is the, this is another thing that I would like to bring out too. Um, if, and I'm telling you guys, if we cut Tyron Crawford, that's $6.5 million that we can save. And everybody been talking about, okay, maybe he's a leader of man. He's the leader of the team. He got the most experience. And we're talking about moving in some other pieces out there. Cause we're going to talk about free agency talk too, as well. So maybe, maybe they can move that around, but the Cowboys, we do know that they love their guys. It can be crazy. Shout out to Jerry Reese for making a donation to help grow the nation, man. Appreciate it. I would, he says in, in the chat box, he says, I wouldn't pay anyone who only did it for one year. This is what he said. So I'm let everybody see from the other channels too as well. I really appreciate this altogether. Uh, uh, Jerry uh, pointing that out. He said he wouldn't pay that. You know, we're gonna go back up. I'm gonna keep his name right there. He's saying that he wouldn't pay anyone who only did this for one year. So everybody have reasonings, right? I always use this uh, analogy, or or uh, I guess you can say. Uh, a notion of mine everyone have reasonings you have a reason why you went up to work today you have a reason why you put gas in your car right you have a reason why you paid the babysitter money to watch over your child but this is what matters the most you may have reasonings but results are what matter you go out and you pay the extra money for things so that you can get the results we everyone has a reason but results is what matters. And that is what I'm saying. Shout out to Jerry Reese, man, for that uh, donation to help grow the nation, man. I appreciate every dollar count to help grow this thing to get better. <laughs> and trust me, I could use room for improvement because there's always things to do as far as trying to elevate everything on this 
on this nation and on a whole bunch of other stuff. But neither here nor there. I really appreciate you guys. Streaming Willie Beeman. Man, what's going on, man? Shout out to you. 23 years and counting. That's what law, that's what he said to me, Law Nation. That's what he's saying. And uh, shout out to Streaming Willie Beeman. Uh, yes, it's been a long time as uh, far as we having our reasonings of becoming a better team as far as the Dallas Cowboys. But this is the thing. Results do matter, but I'm saying right now that this is a new philosophy. It's a new groove, and I like the way that this thing is being handled now. We're not going out there saying, okay, out for one year, we're going to go ahead and pay this man five years, 90 million. For those that's in the chat box right now that's on the YouTube page, go and put down there, would you rather have D-Law for a five-year contract right now? Give me a thumbs up or give me a yes, a simple yes, or would you rather just have it approve it? to me year and put no put that in the chat box for me let let the nation speak you guys know more than i do because at the end of the day when you paying that much money 90 million dollars you you got to look at it from this aspect who else can we put out there on the defense to help elevate this defense who else can get out there and and help this team out when it's when it's time to sign the other guys we understand that yes we pay our offensive linemen but collectively i've been saying this for the last few uh, chats and talks that we had before is that when we pay our guys somehow some way they just don't show up outside of the offensive line so we can pay our offensive linemen it's just the fact that when it gets down to other guys, other skill sets, like the Dez Bryant, we paid him, he disappeared. And I understand he had some some situations with the quarterback play and stuff like that. And then we paid Tony Romo. What happened to Tony Romo? He folded up like a pretzel. We understood what happened to us. Well, we was we didn't have the resources to put extra protection around Romo. And remember, we paid Miles Austin, and we just now getting him off the books right now. And guess what? His hamstring snapped up on him. So when we pay guys, it just something happened. And then I don't even count for uh, Tyron Crawford's other worlds and, and Orlando Scandrick because these guys, of course, they mediocre at best. So we didn't really pay them big, big money. But we did pay Tyron Crawford a lot of money. I'm, I'm going to back, backpedal a little bit on that. But what have he – what did he do? I do know that everybody says that, okay – it was it's not 100% his fault they moved them inside they moved them outside they moved them back inside they was playing musical chairs with a skill set there's something that sometimes a player have to step up and stand up and say hey okay just like Shaquille O'Neal he he's a dominant player but if you put him at point guard if you put him at shooting guard he is trash so somehow if Shaquille O'Neal say hey Hey guys, I'm a I'm a center. That's who I am. That's where I need to be at. I don't need to be trying to be the point guard of the team. I don't need to try to be the shooting guard. I need to be where I need to be at to help grow this team to win. And that's what Tyron Crawford is. He he should have said, okay, I'm an inside guy. I need to have the ability to crash upfield, get inside, make I need to be playing at least a 20 pounds heavier. I understand that we need help on the edge, but I need to have this team. I would be better for the team playing into the inside. That's just how life should be. Uh shout out time. 901 Cowboys Mafia. Cold name. Cold name. Uh Tapper will be cut. He making a, <laughs> a declaration that uh Tapper will be cut. Uh We'll see because this year is everything. Let me jump over to the Facebook sides of the world. Scott, 
D'Americo or Americo. I think that's how you say your last name. Uh, you are an NFL athlete. You should be able to make adjustments to other smaller or similar positions. He's talking about the Crawford situation. Look, you should be able to make adjustments. Yes, in a sense. But if your skills, he's a tweener. Well, that's what Tyron Crawford is. He's a tweener. He's He don't have the bend or the quickness or the burst to play off, off on the edge as defensive end. And he's slightly strong, quasi enough to play inside. Not, but not the big. He's strong now. You look at Crawford, you look at him, you're saying, my God, this guy is big. But he don't have the size to play inside consistently. Unless he have his mindset together saying that, okay, for 16 weeks, I'm going to play just in this spot, and I'm going to elevate myself just in this spot. But that's a good question. Ty Davis, not a defensive tackle. I got clips, man. Just go to Law Nation's YouTube page. Type in Tyrone Crawford. You'll see him playing the one and the three. He plays better into the inside using his leverage. He don't have the band to play on the outside. He, it just, it's just not happening. <laughs> he can get to the quarterback at times, but he just don't have the band to me. To me from what I see and what I evaluated. But you guys can go feel free to go to the uh, YouTube page. Type in Tyrone Crawford. And, and film session is all 22. You can mute me and just watch the film for yourself. And you will see that, hey, he's always close, but just not there because he just don't have the band. And that's why we're getting so crazy about what a Randy Gregory can do. And we have so high much. We got so high expectations on a Dorrance Armstrong. And we feel very comfortable, very comfortable with a Coney Ely because these guys have natural bend out to the edge. Now, now this is another kicker, too. How would the growth factor of Taco playing out there into the edge his second year? Will he be able to have a stronger base? Because we looked at Taco last year. His problem was he couldn't get his feet settled. He was getting knocked off the edge, and he just didn't have the weight and the shift in the band, too. So those are things that we have a big question mark on. We have a big reservations on uh, as far as their skill set as it relates to defensive end. But hopefully these guys can step it up. Ty Davis, uh, what else you saying? Uh, no, I meant Marinelli wants him to be a defensive end, not defensive tackle. Oh, my bad guy. Yeah, so he was talking about Rob Marinelli. Rob Marinelli is a different type of cat. Uh, I do like Rob Marinelli as it relates to the, just the front four. I think that over the course of the years, he's been decent with the amount of tools that he have. But my only problem with Rob Marinelli, as you look back at Barry Church, I wish I could just snatch the interview and plug it right in right now. But this is the thing. Rob Marinelli loved, and I'm talking about L-O-V-E. He loved to rotate his guys. He loved to push them, rotate them in and out of their positionings. And this is the problem. Those who played football before or played any type of sports, it's something about momentum. It's something about being out there, seeing what happened within the first quarter, second quarter, and then you saying to yourself, I know where he's going to shorten his route. I know what he's trying to do to set up. This is when I'm going to be able to jump this route. This is when I'm going to be able to pick off this ball or cause the fumble because I saw this same play within the first quarter. But when you have a rotational piece, when it's not the front four, Sometimes player cannot get adjusted to it, and then that's when you see blown coverages like Jeff Heath at times uh, taking wrong angles. We saw with J.J. Wilcox, but nothing can, nothing can help J.J. Wilcox back in the days. But, you, you know, and that's what Barry Church was saying. When he went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, their defensive secondary was allowing them to stay in the game 
for longer periods of time, and he was able to beat on the ball, knew exactly when to make the adjustments, knew when to call Jalen Ramsey to come up a little bit closer. Because with that positioning, you do play, quote-unquote, the quarterback of the defense at times. Either your safety or your middle or Mike Linebacker does that. So, yeah, shout-out to you, man, for that question. Five group in the house, man. Shout-out to you, too, as well. He says, uh, I have no idea – if they ban me, uh, no, you're still alive in the flesh, man. You right out here. Buck Burrell, his career versus all of theirs. I don't know. Maybe you guys just, just put me back on the topic. Uh, man, if I can't wait to see some football, hashtag Dallas Cowboy. This is from Carlos Gracia. We all waiting for that pig skin to go get flying in the air. <laughs> if you guys like me, man, we live football. Right now I'm sweating football. <laughs> That's what I feel like, man. Um Shout out to Jaron McCartney, uh, five group. <laughs> I don't know, man, what you said. Jeff Heap Pro Bowl year. Man, this could be Jeff Heap Pro Bowl year. And then, like I said before, don't discount if Earl Thomas get here. does not mean that you just kick Jeff Heap to the curve. To me personally, although I was just talking about rotational guys, if you rotate that piece, Jeff Heap and Earl Thomas – It'll be even, it'll be nice at that aspect. <laughs> but you neither here nor there. Um, let me just jump right back over to what I really think that D Law should, his production should be this year. But this is, this is the thing. I want you guys to go first. If possible, put down how many sacks will D Law have this year? I want to give a consensus before I spit my mind. Put that down in the chat box. Let me know uh, on the uh, Facebook, on the Phantom page, EBSN, Silver and Blue, Big Game James page. Let me know how many sacks that you guys think or know that D-Law will have this year. Uh, we have 13. Ooh. What would be also, what would be like th that line, you know, of where you really, really, really want to say to yourself, ah, it was decent. You know, but it wasn't last year production. I, I would say seven and a half sacks or eight and a half sacks. You you will really say to yourself, that's not big money. I, in order for me to pay you big money, I got to know for sure that you're going to guarantee me at least 12 plus sacks a year coming off that edge. So uh, Darren Price says 11.5. L Train 45 says six sacks. My God, what a drop off. 12.5 uh, from Lance. Uh, Robert Owens, uh, what's good? He's saying, what's good? Shout out to you. Uh, Warpath, man, that's a cold name right now. Warpath is one of the coldest names on YouTube right now. Uh, I'm going to jump over to uh, Facebook World. Kerry says it's going to be 16 sacks. That will be remarkable. You're really going to have to reach into your pocket at that point. You're really going to have to say, okay, D-Law, <laughs> man, we gambled, and we're really going to have to pay you, what about a five-year, $92 million, something like that. That That's that, that just going to happen if he gets 16-plus sacks. Um, this is from Scott. On my Facebook, he said, I think Irving. He said he think Irving. Let me see what he's saying. Um, now, if Irving get 12 seconds, oh, my God. Uh, I think Irving will get back Gregory. Uh, we'll get back Randy Gregory and the D guys. We're going to uh, make some make some way for, for D-Law. <clears throat> yeah, I could see that possibly happen. 
Uh, I can really see that possibly happen. Uh, this is the other thing, too, as well. Uh, shout out to you, Scott. And Jamar Anderson, he's saying that uh, not the dirty bird Jamar Anderson from my Facebook, but Jamar Anderson says 7.5 sacks. Hmm. Now, if he gets 7.5 sacks and we win the Super Bowl, do you still pay D-Law? <laughs> see, those are hard questions. See, Stephen Jones and Will McClay really going to have to do their homework. Either they're going to trust on the evaluation of Dorrance Armstrong and, um, and, and one can say if Tapper somehow find his way on his team. And then on top of that, if you talk about uh, Randy Gregory, if he can find his way back and being reinstated, because you know Roger Goodell like to play PC football, political football for those who don't know. They need to go ahead and reinstate Roger. Roger Goodell need to go ahead and reinstate Randy Gregory so we can actually, actually see some football. I do not want this to prolong beyond training camp. Roger Goodell, bring back Randy Gregory so he can go through this training camp so we can make our proper evaluation so we can figure out what this team is going to look like from a defensive front four. We do know, I've been saying from, from this for a long time, that this front four is pretty much a, a finesse front four. So if you put into the fact that if D-Law gets 7.5 sacks, and then on top of that, if you get 7.5 or 8.5 or 9.5 from the other guys, somehow, some way, we're going to say to ourselves, collectively, we need him on this team. But if this happened, and this is what I feared that would happen, if he so happened to get 7.5 sacks and Randy Gregory get two and uh, <clears throat> David Irving get six sacks and, and Taco get three, that's a horrible, I'm talking about a falling off the grace of the lords of the football gods face if that happened. That's a horrible year for D-Law. D-Law, in order for him to get paid, either he get the 7.5 sacks and everybody else eat, or he get 12 plus, I maybe throw it a number, 13 minimum. 13 minimum sacks then you can feel comfortable paying the guy $90 million because you can't pay him $82 million. You can't. Or unless you're just going to say, oh, I'm going to match you with Chandler Jones, and I don't think that they're going to do that. I think that his agency, his his uh, crew is going to say, hey, the market has increased. I'm looking for $90 million. Uh, I'm looking for a $90 million contract. I'm about to say a year, but you know that's not possible. I'm looking for a $90 million contract, and it's going to be around five years. All right, so what else we have out here? Ryan Kirk, Randy coming out of uh, the corn, <laughs> coming out the corn this year. Um, this is the thing with Randy Gregory, and I'm going to touch back on this topic right here with Roger Goodell's. Uh, you guys remember Josh Gordon, right? We, we remember he going through his reinstatement deal. He was going through his um, I'm getting off the weed and I am just really want to play just football. And uh, he went through the all of off season, all through training camp, not being able to play. And then on top of that, uh, somehow, some way, Roger Goodell said, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to reinstate you. But however, it's going to be on my time, my watch. I'm going to squeeze you. I got you by the short hairs. If you guys know what I mean, I got you by the short hair." Or I got you by the you know what. And every time you think about puffing that deal, I'm a squeeze. And that is exactly what I'm thinking that Roger Goodell may do with Randy Gregory. 
He's going to squeeze him and say, okay. And he's really doing it to just get back at Jerry Jones. I'm going to squeeze you every time you think about making a statement, making a press conference, I'm squeezing. And right now, what, what Roger Goodell is doing to us right now, he got us by the – he got us. This is what Roger Goodell – he's just juggling them right now. And every time – Anything happen, he squeezes those. And and it's not fair for the Cowboys nation. We understand um, the whole temperament and the mindset of Roger Goodell. It's petty. Just like the NFL with the T.O. situation. They're saying, okay, we're not even going to send you the Hall of Fame jacket, but we're still going to make your bus, and we're not going to give you any time. We're not, we not even going to mention your name. But 50 years from now, they're going to look at those records. And they're going to say, hey, who is this guy that had all these touchdowns? Who is this guy that was scoring up and down? Who was this guy that wore number 81? He played for all these multiple teams. They're not going to know what type of mindset T.O. was, you know, or had. Or maybe this is going to be so crazy 50 years from now. Um, this is from 901 Cowboys Mafia, Q Mills. I agree. So I guess D-line rotation, this is from Q Mills. I guess he said this earlier. D-line rotational should be nasty this year. It should be, but it's finesse as all as get out. <laughs> but we're going to move on to the next topic. I really appreciate everybody for talking, uh, communicating with me via uh, Facebook and um, the YouTube uh, chat box. I call it the flame box at times. It was on fire today. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to read everybody's comments because I love you guys' feedbacks. I just love it. All right, so we're going to talk about the uh, free agency, who we should go out and who we should take a look at and, and, and just ponder upon. And, and we should take a look at this list. Shout out to John Mashoda, um, uh, Makota. I think that's how you say his name, Mashoda. Um, he tweeted this out earlier, free agents still available. Uh, as we look at this list here, uh, we look at a Robert Ayers, uh, a, a good guy that he can help this defense out tremendously, a Connor. Connor Ballrin, I think that he's a little long in the tooth. My my favorites off of this list is a Trey Boston. And um, I think that his ability, I'm going to give you guys his quick 30-second, 20-second uh, film breakdown. He's quick. He's one of those guys that he will hit you and you will feel it. He have a knack of being around the ball. I love the fact that he played with San Diego Superchargers and he was still able to play. And he also think he played with the Cardinals too as well. He, he has a defensive mind uh, and he take good angles by far. I don't know how he's still out here. I'm thinking that maybe they do have a ruling as far as the veterans when you sign. When veterans get signed to your team, their salary is guaranteed for the entire year. But after week one, that's when you can start plucking from this roster too and you don't have to guarantee their contract for the entire I'm talking about the entire year so maybe after the second third week of training camp you're going to see some of the people that they thought that they had high from the undrafted free agencies and from the draft pick you're going to see some teams actually cutting those guys or those guys who just don't have the temperament to wake up early come to practice on time lazy and stuff like that those guys don't get cut, and then that's when most of this roster here that you see is going to get shaken up and broken down. Uh, Navarro Bowman, he's one of my favorites too. Shout out to Ron Smith, man. Hey, I give you a shout out, bro. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, L Train, shout out to you too as well. He says Kenny Vaccaro is a little old, but he could help. Uh, I'm gonna get to Kenny Vaccaro in a few, but I do like Navarro Bowman. Uh, I think that wisdom and understanding and being able to um, to have knowledge of the game. 
I always tell people playing the middle linebacker. He's he's one hell of an insurance puller. I do know he's long in the tooth, but this guy he can telegraph. If you like Sean Lee, you will like Navarro Bowman. If you love Sean Lee, you will love Navarro Bowman. They they one and the two interchangeable. They are the guys. It's like cerebral. They can be everywhere with the ball. They can help out young defensive guys, and then they can also teach people. I hope, you know, I do know that somebody going to say that these guys stay injured, but they can also teach people the crap of playing in the National Football League. I'm going to pass on from Dez Bryant. I'm going to pass on from Brian Cushing. Uh, I like Eric Decker in a sense, but I'm going to pass on from him. Antonio Gates, mm, if you like Jason Witten, you will like Antonio Gates. And especially if you want to, uh, if he's willing to play, I don't know if he's willing to still play football. But if you like Rico Gathers, oh, what a, a gem this would be for Rico. Antonio Gates would be like a, a wealth source of information for Rico Gathers. Similar traits, basketball background. I think that that would elevate everything for this team. Uh, and you guys know my one of my favorites on this list. I thought he was already picking up. I thought he was already taken from a, on a team already. You guys know I'm about to say this, right? Let me go ahead and get nasty. Take my collar off. Jonathan Hankins. That big boy you can put right up there. And he's wide. You're talking about somebody that's going to push that pocket back, right? Create pressure in the middle. The quarterback is not able to get comfortable. Get all nice in the middle of the field. That Jonathan Hankins, he's still on his list. He will be nice. Nice, nasty for this team. And then I'll just sit back and say, okay, when Malik Collins' foot is cleared to play, we have a nice one-two punch. Jihad War, you can throw him in the mix. Hey, he'd be better than any Asher that we have on our team. Maybe he's he's pretty much better than a Brian Price. You're talking about Jonathan Hankins, a big body plug. I'm going to skip on from Colin Cow- Kaepernick. I'm about to say Colin Cowherd, but Colin Kaepernick, he's cool. He's cool. Uh, but, you know, you know, Dallas Cowboys, they, they won't look at that aspect of the team. We understand that. We understood what's going on with Colin Ka- Kaepernick. They're not going to go that way. Um, of course, we have uh, the, the white kid, and we also have the Cooper Rush that they really want to evaluate too as well. So if we look at uh, next on the list, mm. Jeremy Macklin. You, you like route runners. You like guys who can run those intermediate short routes. He's right there, <laughs> Jeremy Macklin. You you might have a big placeholder on the fact that he can't stay healthy, but he's a veteran receiver that can teach the young guy something. I mean, at a pinch, you can go out there and get him. Uh, I think you can get him every day they're out there on the opening market. That price tag goes down, 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 down. Adrian Peterson, he's on this list. Um... The running back backfield is already crowded, right? But if you just bring in Adrian Peterson, you're talking about immediately. A guy that's going to run behind this offensive line, somebody who's going to threat the opposition, saying that, okay, regardless of whether or not he's old, I think what Adrian Peterson can do for this team is what Chris Johnson did slightly similar to what the Arizona Cardinals when they picked him up. When everybody thought that he was washed up and gone and not able to play, we saw some flashes through Chris Johnson when he was picked up. Now, to me, you put Adrian Peterson behind his line, I do know that he's long in the tooth. It will be nice. It will be nice. We'll see how the rigorous training camp offseason go to play in the next two weeks. 
whether or not Bo Scarborough can stay healthy, whether or not uh, my guy Rod Smith is showing improvement. Because the, the thing that Rod Smith got over Adrian Peterson is that he don't fumble the ball as much and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. You will be handicapped into a degree because Adrian Peterson do not, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to repeat, do not catch the ball out of the backfield. But one thing Adrian Peterson can do, he's one hell of a blocker. He's very underrated as it relates to blocking. Now, my guy, Eric Reed, I think that Eric Reed will be fantastic for this team. Uh, he's he got Pro Bowl caliber, Pro Bowl skills out of the, uh, the the safety that's left out here. To me, he's above Trey Boston and he's above Kenny Vaccaro of Kenny V. He's above those guys. And then we talk about the um, Raji Kamari kid. Man, you got you a guy that you can really put out there and say, okay, you can put him to the inside. But I would rather personally, I would rather for our younger guys within the slot like the Xavier Woods and Anthony Brown, believe it or not. Uh, Julius Thomas. Is he really nasty with it? I don't know. But if you bring in Julius Thomas, maybe, maybe, maybe he can have a reclaim to fame. He have a better offensive weaponry as far as the offensive line. Uh, although he's a short intermediate uh, tight end who can run in line, not the greatest blocker in the world, but he have the size, he have the, uh, I guess, the skill set that you can say maybe, the, 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 uh, uh, I can say this right maybe he can challenge Rico gathers just a little bit, but neither here nor there. That would be guys that we can still look at as far as free agency. Uh, Stone Cold crazy, not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okoye Media, I'll take him in a heartbeat, and it will, will never happen because he is kneeling BS. You know, he's talking about he's kneeling. I guess he was speaking to my guy, Okoye. Shout out to Okoye. Uh, Koye Media is in the mix. We will be live like 95 tomorrow at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Me, Okoye, and I'm going to try to get my guy Dallas Cowboy scouting in the mix too as well. We're going to really be talking about just the uh, the, the offseason talk, what our predictions going to be throughout the season, and what we have in store for you guys down the line. So let me know. Five groups said no AP in Dallas. He's saying he's out on Adrian Peterson. Out of this list, guys. Put down in the comment section or on the Facebook side or Phantom, wherever you guys may be watching EBSN online, put down who would you rather for the Cowboys to go out and get. Even even if it is your boy, Dez Bryant, put that down. Put reasons why. Just don't put a name so I can really look at it. And hopefully, uh, once you guys put down the people that you collectively, whoever put down the, the, the name that's most common, I will try to do a quick film session on the good, the bad, and the ugly. Me and I'm going to try to force it, push it over to my guy. Not force it over to him, but push it over to my guy, Koye, too, so we can get a consensus of what this guy can do for the team, what he can be better at, and what what, what can he just be a, a, a pretty much a, a um, I guess, a, a stopgap to the younger guys, or will he benefit the younger guys? So put that down. I'd love to hear you guys' feedback and things like that. So with that being said, um, I'm going to go just rehash what I just talked about today. Uh, we talked about D-Law, the $17.5 million that he's going to get with the franchise tag. In order for him to make the big money, I said that he have to get 13-plus sacks, maybe 12, maybe. Or if he gets 7.5 sacks and everybody eat, I'm talking about everybody on their line eat. I'm talking about like the Malik Collins, 
uh, the the D not D Law, but you know, Dorrance Armstrong, the the um, the tacos of the world. If everybody get around seven and eight sacks, I'm talking about everybody. And and if it's like a sacks by committee type of deal, then you probably have to go out and just pay the man because now you're saying okay, it's even, Steven. But ninety million, ooh, five years, man. I'm just so glad that we have a new philosophy where we trust you, but we want to verify those results with one more year, prove it year. Um, Peterson is injury prone. This is from Ryan Kirk. Uh, internal thought. Man, that's one of the – man, I'm telling you, man, these names on YouTube, man, it's, it's just cold, man. It's cold-blooded, boy. I love those YouTube names, man. I appreciate it, you know. that That's a cold name, internal thought. And what, let me see what you said. Peterson is a wash, basically, Um I don't know, man. The resurgence, man, of Adrian Peterson means and speaks volumes, guys. Just give it time. And, and then we can sit back and say, okay, behind his office a line, man. Remember remember Marcus Allen? People counted him out. I'm, I'm jogging you guys' memory. And remember, um, I want to say Curtis. What's Curtis? What's Curtis' first name? Played for the Jets. He, he, he stepped it up, man. Old, reliable type of uh, Bill Parcells guy. Uh, so don't count these guys out, man. Uh, sometimes it just depends on the team that you go to uh, that, that can uh, show things that can happen better for you. So with that being said, guys, that's really all the time I have today. Don't forget to like this page. Love the content. Share the content. If you want to Hulk Rage Cowboy, smash the like button. That will be a plus. After you like the page and subscribe to the page, you could become part of the notification squad. I, I don't have a set time. I try to come live every day, go online live every day around this time. Um, but I really appreciate all the support. I really appreciate you guys' different contrasts of views and opinion. I respect everybody's opinion. I, I do know that we're kind of like a family. You know, we don't agree on everything, on every topic. That's what makes us wonderful that's what make us unique we we you guys educate me on things i try to educate you guys on things too as well i'm not always 100 percent right and no one want to say that you are 100 percent right because you just don't want to be that guy right <laughs> you want to be able to take the constructive criticism and and never take anything personal because that's what life is all about learning how to improve, how to become better, and just 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 how it is. Life, man, is life. You 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 learn, you live, and you grow. I'm gonna have to use that as as a slogan. Learn, live, and grow, and that's what we do. We try to grow uh, this nation. That's why I'm calling it the nation, law nation. But it's not about the law. It's it's, it's bigger than that. Silver and blue nation, guys. That's why most of us most most of us are here. So that we can uh, talk about the team that we just don't like. We love this team, right? And we're willing to, although you guys disagree with me, but if it's an Eagles guy, you guys will be in here even more talking about, hey, that Eagles guy, we're going to talk, we're going to get him out of here. <laughs> but uh, don't forget to uh, support the other pages too as well. Uh, support the PayPal, support the Patreon. This is just like my closing. You know how the preachers be saying, hey, don't forget to make the donation to help grow the nation. <laughs> I'm passing the collection plate around. <laughs> but uh, don't forget to like the uh, Phantom pages. Subscribe to them. Subscribe to EBS in online. Subscribe to the Dallas Prospect. Every legend was once a prospect. The Silver and Blue Nation and Big Game James. Uh, that's all the time I have for today. I really thank you for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute. Let's jam out, baby.
Yeah. Let's jam on out to this thing. If I can find that button. There you go.